What up, y'all? It's DJ Envy. And I am Gia Casey. And this is another edition of the Casey Crew. Welcome. Hello, 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 beautiful people. Hello. How much do you love your spouse, huh? If your spouse has a little boogie, 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 do you take it off for her? Or do you take it off for him? Right before we started, my little cutie booty patootie over there had a little booga 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 booga. It was not a boogie. And daddy was like, here, yeah, let me get that boogie for It you. wasn't a boogie. It was it was dry skin. It was a dry skin boogie. It was a little piece of dry skin that was hanging off the tip of my nose. And I got it for her like this. Yeah, so why are you trying to make them believe that it was a boogie? It was. It was a piece of dry skin. You know you plucked it off. <laughs> well, welcome, everybody. Hello. You know, um, Guy and I have been talking this past week and something that came up that was very interesting that I didn't want to finish the conversation in the car was women being dickmatized. By the way, I'm tired of you doing that. I understand why you do it, but every time we get into a good conversation about something, he cuts it in half, says we can't talk about it because we need to finish the conversation or have the conversation on the podcast. Mm -hmm. And I'm like good to go for the conversation when it's happening in real time. And you just kind of like kill my vibe when you do that. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, let's, let's talk about this digmatized. For a woman that's been digmatized for 25 years, how does it feel? I don't know. You have to get her on the podcast and ask her. <laughs> I'm talking to you. As a woman that's been digmatized for 25 years. Who told you that I was bleatmatized? Hmm? Hmm? You should have left me a long time ago. Oh, you think that's the reason why I stayed? <laughs> What's the reason? <laughs> We're not going to go there. <laughs> but do you think that I'm bleatmatized? No. No? No, I don't think you're digmatized. Um, but I do. We were talking about it because wait, wait, wait! No, no, no! Don't try to switch the subject. Let's lead in with this. Do you think that I'm bleatmatized? You said no. I think that you were. Stop it! You think that I was? Yeah. Okay. Please explain. In the beginning of our relationship, right? We both agree that you should have left a long time ago. Correct? Yes. I definitely should have left you a long time ago. Okay. So yeah. if, if we break down our relationship, right? Mm -hmm. People, you could say, oh, it was the money. I didn't have no money back then. Right. We didn't have no money back then. Right. So money out of it. Mm -hmm. Then people could say, well, it's the kids. We didn't have no kids back then. Right. So that's out of it, right? Mm-hmm. So now what's left? There was no money. There was no kids. I wasn't the nicest person, correct? I was mean, attitudinal, nasty, possessive, insecure, and all that, correct? Yes. All right. So that's three big things. But you were only those things on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Oh, okay. <laughs> what, what about the rest of the week? But Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday, mm -hmm. I was giving you the dick and you were dickmatized. Because I just gave you three reasons why we, we shouldn't stay in a relationship. That if anybody ever came to us and be like, my man is insecure, he's possessive, he's an attitudinal, nasty little bitch, he's broke. And, um, what's you were the, broke. What's the last one? Broke, attitudinal. You were jealous Jealousy. and controlling. Jealous and controlling. Things. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't stay with you. You shouldn't stay, right? Mm-hmm. What made you stay? So you really think that's what it was? Let me show you. <laughs> I know what it looks like. I know you do. Um, no, I stayed because I always saw 
that little light that shines inside of you. Right, but the dick made you see the light. No, it definitely, it, it wasn't that. It guided you through the light. No, it, it it wasn't that. That's But that's all women who are digmatized say. <laughs> They're in denial. They're in denial. No, I think women that are digmatized know exactly what they're experiencing. They know exactly what it is. I have a few friends that are. I right. have two friends that are admittedly bleepmatized and they know it. They know it. See now they I, need to go in some kind they they would willingly admit themselves into rehab because they are so fully aware of what See, their situation and I, is. And I don't they know that the guy that they're with isn't bleep, but they stay because they know, they feel as though they know that they will never get that somewhere else. And I disagree. Explain. I think it's more than just the dick. Okay. See, I, I honestly feel like <clears throat> women think it's the dick, but I think it's more or less it's paying attention to details, right? So let's say... In, in one of your friend's case, right? Mm -hmm. She she thinks it's the dick, right? Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily think it's the dick. Why? Have you been with him? No. No. Oh. But what I do think is it's the experience that she's never felt before. It's when it's like the newlywed portion of the relationship. Everything is nice. He's the perfect guy. He's the homie. He's not only just a, a, a sex partner. He's a friend. They can talk. This is the first time where she's dealt with somebody that treated her like a person and not like a piece of meat. The first person that she's been with that says, hey, let's go outside and let's chill. Hey, let's be friends. Hey, let's do all these things and treat her like the way that she felt that she should be treated in a relationship. That's the first time she's experienced these things like this. Mm -hmm. And if the sex is good, she's like, oh my gosh, I'm in love. This guy treats me so nice. He does this, he does that. And the dick is good, right? Mm -hmm. So it's not just the dick. It's the feeling and everything around it. That's really what it is. It's that feeling of, wow, I've never felt, no, somebody's never complimented me and said I look good. It's the feeling of, wow, somebody says my baby hairs look good. Wow. Somebody says my feet look good. Mm -hmm. Wow. People, this guy is doing something that other men have never did. Wait, he's actually holding my hand when we walk out in public. Mm -hmm. Wow. He's actually grabbing my butt in public and letting other women see like, these are the things that's like, Oh my God, I'm in love. Oh my, oh. And when he, when he, when we have sex, he actually kisses me. You know what I mean? Oh, he kissed me on the mouth. It's not just turn around and I'm You think that most men don't kiss I, I'm, I'm their just girls on the I'm mouth just, I'm just, I'm just when they're that. having sex? I'm just saying. I, I don't uh -huh. think most most people kiss jump offs. But it's one of the things where it's like, wow, he just doesn't fuck me from the back and just and just look at me from the back. He actually likes to look at me. So these all these feelings go towards the quote unquote dick matize. But it's not necessarily just the dick, it's everything involved in it. So when things start going bad, you remember those good things and be like, he's an asshole. He's a this, but remember that one time how he made me feel. And that's what I think that a lot of women go back to that, that time where it made him feel that time where it made her feel. I don't necessarily think, Oh, his dick is just good. He fucks me all night. Shuts me the fuck up. I'm going to go in the back and suck my thumb. I don't think it's that much. I think it's that feeling of 
wow, when everything was good, it brings me back to that feeling of everything was good because I've been with these fuck niggas all, all this time. And that's all I remember. Yeah. He was a, he's a, he's a fuck nigga now, but, but a couple of months ago, he was so nice and so pleasant and held my hand and went and got me food and, and went and got me flowers and went and got me, you know, stuff and we went here and he made reservations and he made things special that's what i think people are holding on to and when they hold on to it they be like yes and when we have sex it's amazing but it's amazing because i think you start going back to that time when things were amazing okay i understand everything that you're saying and i agree but in a different way you're talking about two different things Everything that you just said, I'm sure contributed to why she fell in love with him in the first place. I'm not saying that she fell in love with him because of the penis. I'm saying that despite being in love with him, now it may be time to go because things have gone south. I think that she's staying not because she was so in love with him. I think she's staying because the sex was so good and in her words, irreplaceable. No one, as far as she can tell, will ever be able to make her feel the way that this person made her feel. But before that sex, she was into the way that he treated her. Right? It wasn't before the sex. They were having sex from the get. Right, but she was she was in love with the way that she that he treated her. It was like he's such an amazing person and he's such a nice guy. No guy has ever treated me like this. And that has nothing to do with the sex. It was just the way that he was. Now the sex no, but added I do fuel think, to the fire. No, I do think it had something to do with the sex. But the as sex well, added fuel because to the fire. good sex will have you open. Right. But she was like open, open. But she was open because of the way he was treating her. It's like this. If I come yeah, in, did you a- see the way that he ate that lasagna? Right. You know, it's just it has you open, but and what, it has you looking at someone through rose-colored glasses. But what had her more open was the way he treated her. She never had anybody that treated her like that. Mm-hmm. So now she's open. This is. It's like, yeah, this guy treats me good. I open my legs a little bit. Now this guy <laughs> treats me great and and compliments me. You know what I mean, and that's the, and that's the difference. Because I now, look at him that way, though, and, but, a little bit of a turn off. But now, but that's that's the difference. It's this guy treats me so great, my pussy's wide open. Now I got wet ass pussy. It's okay, wide open. come on. So anybody diving, it's splash, 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 splash. But if he treated her like shit from the door. She wouldn't have a time to get that wet that wet wet ass pussy. Because, that's not true. All right, that's what I'm you saying. don't understand women. You don't understand women. I don't want to. You don't. I understand you. I'm not a woman. I don't know what you are. You're an alien. You think I'm an alien? <laughs> I'm not, I was going to make a joke, but I can't. I can't. I'm going to keep that to myself. I'll tell you later. <laughs> but anyway, um, no, I think that let's say a girl starts sleeping with a guy mm-hmm. before it turns into a relationship. Let's say we're dating and I'm into you and you're into me and I'm for this foreseeable future, I just want to have fun. And we engage in a sexual relationship. I haven't fallen in love with you. Nothing to that degree. And we start having sex. You may not have done anything particularly nice for me. You may not have gotten me flowers or told me that, you know, 
you have feelings for me or touch my button public, as you said, or Mm -hmm. any of those things that you left on the table as an example. The sex could be so amazing that I'm addicted to you. I think that sex could be addictive, especially if someone is unique in the way that they do it. You know what I mean? So for instance, both of the girls that I'm talking about, one is in a full-blown relationship. The other one is just in like a fun relationship. Like it's not a love relationship. It's not. And she wants it to be that, but he doesn't want it to be that. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, so why don't you just let it go? It's not going anywhere. It's not going to lead to anything. And you're so caught up in him that is preventing you from seeking out other relationships. But that relationship essentially is a dead end. Mm -hmm. And she said to me in these words, literally, Gia, I just cannot let him go. Right. I cannot let him go. I think she thinks it's the dick, but it's not necessarily the dick. I think she thinks it's what she sees. Why are you so anti-bleep? No, I'm just telling you. You are just convinced that it can't be the bleep. No, I'm just telling you. It's more than just the dick. It's it's what she sees. Okay, tell me what she sees. It depends. It could be how he treats other people. It could be how he treats other women. It could be what he's into. It's like, in my opinion, people want what they can't necessarily have and people want what they, what they aspire to see. Meaning this, right? This dude is fucking. All right. Let's say somebody's fucking me, right? I'm I'm fucking somebody. I'm the girl, right? And I'm fucking somebody, right? Okay. He's not with me. He's just fucking me, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. I want him to be with me. Okay. Right? Mm -hmm. So I'm almost enamored with everything that he does because I want him to be with me so much. And if he has another girl or another situation or whatever it may be, let's say he does, I want to be that. So I fall in love with him because I want to be in that other person's position or I want to be his main. So I'm in love with the situation, not just the sex. I'm in love. I just, just don't fuck me and throw me away. Fuck me and keep me. <laughs> That's going to be the name of the podcast. <laughs> Bleep me and keep me. Bleep me and keep me. But That's the truth. <laughs> It's the truth. Oh, you like that, Ben? It's the truth. <laughs> it's the Believe truth. Me and keep it's not me. just okay. I want uh-huh. this dick. I want him. Like yeah. the dick is good. I just sounds so crazy me talking about this, but the dick is good. Oh, we need that sound bite. Shut up. That is a new sound bite. Right, look, I'm, I'm gonna stop. We're gonna I, remix if, that. If you can't take me seriously. <laughs> the bleep is good. <laughs> the bleep is good. <laughs> the bleep. The bleep. The bleep. <laughs> I'm the the comedian here. (laughs) Oh gosh, I'm on a roll. Go ahead. (laughs) Like I said, the dick is good, Uh but I want more than that. And you know, she wants more than the dick because if that was the case, she'd be like, fuck me today. Fuck me Wednesday. Stop it. Stop. You're doing too much. (laughs) But she wants more than that. She wants him as relationship. So it's more than the dick. And the other relationship- But wait a minute. why, Why would you even jump there? Why are you assuming- that she likes anything else about him. Then she, Why? She, Why are you jumping to she'll that? She'll be happy with just fucking. She wants more than just fucking. Right or wrong? Um, yes, she Well, does. I think because she finds him to be a good looking guy. Answer and the I question, think, Donald I think, Trump. And I she think, wants more than fucking. Yes or no? <laughs> and I think that he's a nice guy. Right? 
But you make it seem as though because she's a woman, she has to be enamored with the idea of being with him. Why can't she just like the sex? She she can. Why? She Why are you sex. so against that? It has nothing that? to do with being a woman because I think <clears throat> guys are the same way. But I think she's enamored with him and wants him and and the sex is good because she wants him so much. That's what I Why can't the did. sex be good because the sex is just good? I just don't think the sex is good. I think it's Why? more. I just think it's Were more. Were you there? To that. It's more to that. We could have great sex, right? Yes. But when me and you are on <clears> and everything <throat> is great and like, you know, like you are the best baby in the world and I'm the best baby in the world. The sex is just the best baby in the world. Like you're my baby and I'm your baby. Like you're my baby. I love you. Yo, you threw me off with that. You know I'm the saying? best baby in the world and you're the best baby. Go ahead. Right. Like no matter what it is, no matter how tired it is, no matter when it is, it's amazing because it's more than just fucking. It's everything's on, on level 10, right? What's everything? But go, all right, for instance, right? Last week we taped the podcast, right? It was four o'clock in the morning. What did we do? We went upstairs and fucked them, right? Come on, babe. You asked. I gave you an example. They was in here cleaning up and we were fucking, Right? <gasps> right? This is this, hold on, this is this is what you do. You the one that's joking. <laughs> dick, dick, dick. No, I said bleep, bleep, bleep. That was you. <laughs> so, but last week, it, like everything was great. We were, we were, we did a great podcast. You were looking sexy as all. I was looking sexy as all. We went upstairs. We looked at each other and started going at it. Right, right. It didn't matter that they were there cleaning outside our room. It didn't matter that we were tired. It was just everything. Why are you looking at me like that? You asked, so I'm telling you. Everything clicked. It was just perfect. It was like perfect storm. That's why I think we always have so many kids in Vegas. Because in Vegas, everything is perfect. We'll go out. There's no kids. We ain't got to be quiet. We can do whatever we want to do. So it's a perfect, like, we don't got to be like, uh-oh, is that Brooklyn coming in the room? Uh-oh, Madison's up on the phone. Shh. The bed's squeaking too much. It's none of that. It's just balls to the wall, walk around the room naked, and fucking. Right? Don't ask me no questions. So, like I said, in that in that instance, everything is perfect, beautiful. There's no argument. There's no tension. All the stresses are gone. It's just us in a room, and we're fucking. Are you just trying to irritate me? That seemed like you were just that last one. Like you were just trying to get under my skin. Like me getting in the skin. Under the skin, eating the skin, from the back, from the front, all of the above. Am I embarrassing you enough yet? Good. But as I was saying, I don't even know where I was saying, I was just pissing it off. But as I was saying, when it comes to that, that is a feeling. And I think these women want that feeling. So when they get that feeling for those that those times, they want it more and more and more and more and more. And I think with the one friend that we were talking about, she wants that all the time. She can't get that all the time. Friend in the relationship or a friend? The other friend. Okay. Right? She can't get that all the time. Mm -hmm. She would want it all the time. If he said, let's just fuck, she would fuck Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday at 2, 3 in the morning. She wouldn't care. But she wants more than that. She just doesn't want to fuck buddy. It's to the point where she wants a relationship because she loves the guy. Now, she says the I, sex I, is good. I don't think she loves him, but go ahead. I think she does. If she wants more, I, I, this is my opinion. I think she <clears> does. <throat> like, if she didn't, He'd be like, she'd be like, he'd be like, yo, take this dick and be quiet. Shut the fuck up. But she wants more than just the dick. She wants more. Okay, I need you to explain to me 
why you think that it cannot be simply because the sex is good. Why can she not be bleepmatized? Why okay, can it not why. be like, damn, because like he's a good looking guy. He's nice. She would be happy with the sex but, that they have. She, if, if that was the case, right? Let's put it like this. If I was pussymatized, right, by you, right? It's not called that. It's called bleep whipped. All right, pussy whipped. If I was pussy whipped by you. Can you, you stop saying, okay, all right, go ahead. And I'm you gave me the on. pussy every other day or every day, every other day, right? And I was pussy whipped. I would be happy because all I wanted is the pussy. Right? I ain't got to talk to you. Do you have to keep... You ain't got to talk to me. We ain't got to be in a relationship. We ain't got to go hold, hold hands. We ain't got to go do dinner. I ain't okay. got to buy you shit. Right. Just give me the pussy. I would be happy. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. But she's not. She wants more. If she just wanted dick, she would take the dick and keep it moving. This is so profane. Like, this is just... I feel it's like you're using these words the just, but, just because. No, it's the truth. But uh-huh. she wants more than that. Think about it like this, right? If you would just wanted penis for me, right? You can get the penis and keep it moving, right? Okay, yes. No stress, no mm-hmm. headaches. You ain't got to talk to me after. You ain't got to rub my back. You ain't got to cuddle. Get the fuck okay, out Okay, what I'm trying to... But she wants more. Why can she not want more because the sex is so good? She wants more. Do you understand? Like, that's kind of the whole idea between... sex. Bleatmatize. It's... It's like, um, it's a mind bleep. It's a, you are like hypnotized by it. You see stars and, you know, like everything feels all good because it's that good. Like you can't leave. You want more. Well, you can just You're, get the stars. You, don't, you shouldn't want more. If all I wanted from you was pussy, right? Right? I would just fuck you and leave. But there's more than that than people want. They want a companion. They want somebody to talk to. They want somebody to hold their hands. They want somebody to rub their back. They want somebody to pop their pimples. <laughs> they want somebody to be like, babe, I need toilet paper. Can you go give me some toilet paper? That's what they want. <laughs> That's funny. Personalizing this much? No, I'm just being honest. Uh-huh. It's more than just the pussy. Okay, Rashawn. It's a companion. Like, so, if, if you left okay. me, if you left me, I wouldn't be like, all right, we'll just cut out the little pussy and just give me the pussy. No. I, and now I'm certain that you're trying to make me upset. What, the, cut out the pussy? Come on, Rashawn. I'm, but Come I'm being on. honest. I'm being honest. Like, if, if we left, it wouldn't be, damn, I missed the sex. I'll be, I missed the whole thing. I'm sure. Because, right. But if, if you told me- Because our relationship friends, isn't just about your you friends being wouldn't be like, Your friends wouldn't be like, you know what? Just cut the dick off, leave the dick with me, and then the rest of the person could go. They wouldn't say that. Let's, let's switch it to the one that's in the relationship. That would give us better perspective. So I won. I won. Run no, down. no, no. You didn't. I'm Joe Biden. You're Donald Trump. I won. No, no, run no, 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 no. No, that's not. That's not what I'm saying. Fake you, news. We're just. <laughs> we're disagreeing. I think for some reason, even when we started the conversation in the car, you don't seem to understand that a woman, a female, can enjoy sex just as much as men do and only be in it for that or appreciate that person primarily for that. You seem to think that women have to have... How did that just happen? (laughs) That was crazy. (laughs) Okay. You... That was a ghost of all women. Yeah, I, 
pass. Of more of than all being women dignitized. pass. Um, that threw me off. You seem to not appreciate that a woman can just want that. You seem to think that all females have to have this fairy tale idea of a relationship that we can't just be carnal or animalistic just like men. Why is that? That's why I said, let's just move on from that situation because you don't seem to accept that. Like, oh, she wants to be with him. She might want to be with him because she's bleatmatized. That's the whole, that's the conversation. She may think that she wants to be, she might have him for two months and be like, it was just, it was just the penis. It, it was just it was just the sex. No, I, I don't think because it's- she might have been like under a little bit of a spell, like thinking like, wow, because the way she described it, it was everything. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, but I don't think it's just women and men. I, I don't, I'm not describing and saying, hey, women could be men could be animalistic and women can't. No, I think it's both with women. I think when a when a guy is quote unquote pussy whipped. It's not just the fact that he's in love with the vagina so much he can't think of anything about the vagina. I also think it's how the woman treats him. I also feel like when when you're having sex with a woman and a guy says, I'm pussy whip, it's not just the pussy is so amazing, in my opinion. It's not just the pussy is so wet or the pussy is just so tight. It, I, it. Mm-hmm. It, just say it. Go ahead. The pussy it. Go ahead, Sean. But I think it's it's how that woman makes him feel. And I think the the pussy is just a way of them thinking about it. So, for instance, right? Let's say I get the the worst looking girl you ever seen, right? Okay. Think about it. Close your eyes. Imagine it. I'm good. Okay. And let's say I want to stay with her for the rest of my life, right? Mm-hmm. Has at that point, it has nothing to do with the looks, nor does it have to do with the Vagina. Why can't it have anything to do with the I'm, vagina? I'm going to tell, tell you. Because. What? Girls that you might not find appealing can't have good vagina? No. But what I'm saying is a girl. No, like, they can't. Or no, you're, you're not saying that's that. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying. You with, did say that. No. You know, let me finish. I'm saying that with a girl that doesn't look attractive to me and is not attractive to, 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 to myself. And let's say her vagina is, is great. But. I'm sure outside of that vagina, she also treats me in a way that, let's say, my ex didn't treat me. Let's say, let's say every time when I leave to go to work, she has, she she woke up an hour earlier and like, babe, I put gas in your car, I put wipes in the car, and I put a spray in the car for your hands. I'm gonna be like, wow, that pussy was amazing last night. Because it's not necessarily the pussy, it's everything around it. That doesn't make sense. It does. No, you're not going to be like, oh, that bleep was amazing last night because she treats you well. I'm going to be like- You could be like, wow, she treats me amazing, but uh, I wish she did this or I wish she did that. You're not going to be mind warped into thinking that the sex was great if it wasn't just because she treats you well. But if she fucks okay and she does the things that other people wouldn't do, you get pussy whipped. You'll get whipped to the point that's where you're like, not. That's not yes, the is. definition. You, think, that is not. You'll think the pussy uh, honey, is controlling you more than honey, anything else. No, no, no. That is not. I'm t- that's I'm not. That's not. See, this is the point. You <laughs> have no idea what we're actually talking about. I do. No, you don't. I do. Because if you are saying that she's thoroughly unattractive and the sex is just okay because she made you a sandwich, you're bleep whipped. 
That is not the case. Not, you are not. That just means that you're in love and you value the way that someone treats you more than sex. I'm not and saying And that's it. fine. Then you're sandwich whipped. Do you know what I mean? It's more like that. You're not bleepy whipped. All right. Let's, let's okay? be Let's, be, let's, just, let's just say, let's be okay, so now I'm Joe Biden. Let's be and you're Donald Trump. Let's be 100% No more real. fake news. I'm sorry. We can move on to an email. I'm sorry. Just say no. that I got that. No. Let's just say, say let's that say I got that. If you get offended, I am sorry. That's not what, what I'm trying to do, right? have a lot of friends out there that like big girls, fat women, right? They like fat women. I'm explaining, listen, they like fat women, right? And and not fat women as in fat women, like fat women, awkward. The reason they like big women is because they feel that big women treat them way better than anybody else out there treats better did they articulate that yes yes they did that's okay one person in particular that you may or may not be referring to likes larger women because he's genuinely attracted to them has nothing to do with how they treat him i'm not talking about that when he watches pornos he watches pornos of large women that he will never meet that will never make him a I'm sandwich. I'm not talking about that person. Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm not talking about that person. So stop it. How are you going to tell me who I'm talking about? And I say, I'm not talking about that person. Stop it. Uh, Donald Trump with your fake news. What, what, did, what, what did Joe Biden say? Just shut up. Just shut up. <laughs> when it comes to this person, I know that he stop, likes you're a clown. And I know that like, <laughs> you're a clown. You're a, and you're orange. <laughs> When it comes to, I had too much bronzer. <laughs> when it comes my to, <laughs> when it comes to, I know he likes big women because he likes the way that big women treat him. And he says, "Okay, yeah, the pussy's great. Okay, whatever." But it's not the pussy; it's the way he's treated by the big women. He likes to be treated like a king, and he feels like a lot of these other women don't treat him like that. Wonderful. What does that have to do with being whipped? So he's not fucking pussy whipped. He's just fat girl whipped because he likes the girl that 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 likes him and 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 treats him nice. So he thinks it's the pussy, but it's not. It's just a feeling that he's never had before. I don't think you understand the conversation. All right. Well, then you know what? I'm mouth whipped. <laughs> You know, it's not Rashawn. Now you want to go to email? <laughs> you know, I, I'm going to fight you. I'm definitely going to fight you. But at the end of the day, what I'm saying to you is I think that the same way that a man can be whipped, a girl can be bleepmatized, where it can be so amazing that you either want to get in a relationship or if you're in a relationship, you don't want to leave that relationship or you will suffer through things that are otherwise intolerable because the sex is so good. All right. The last thing I'm going to say, right? And it's not just about, you know, a large penis. It's with, from both of these females accounts, it is the sensuality it's the passion. It's the way that they're being kissed, the way that they're being touched, the way that they're being made love to or bleeped. It's it's the emotion. It's the chemistry. It's the connection. It's like a whole world. Do you see what I mean? Now, if you're getting that and all of your other experiences, you were just being bleeped 
or like it was good, but it didn't make your head spin, didn't make your eyes roll back, didn't make you see stars. Once you get that and you're in this whole like alternate universe, yeah, it might make you want to accept some things that you typically would not have accepted because you don't want to lose that. Last question. Why is that hard to understand? Last question. Person that's in a relationship, right? Okay. If his dick got cut off yesterday, would she stay? Probably not. This oh, is the she point that I'm making. Out of here. She would stay. Damn right. That's she no, would stay. No. She would like, stay if he had three dicks. She would stay. Then she'd be had, really happy. She would stay if, if his dick fell off and it was a nub. She would stay. I don't. This is the point that I'm trying to make to you. I don't necessarily think so. I think I, that a large portion of what she's in love with is. The sexual component. I think she's in love with being of in love. the relationship. I think she's in love with being in a relationship, not necessarily the penis. I think she loves that too. But I, what I'm trying to tell she you is that off, she stays leave. through things that are, that are otherwise intolerable. I would stay with you if you were a quadriplegic. Like that's not the conversation that we're having. But I'm just telling you, if his dick got cut off, she would stay. See. <laughs> And this portion of the Casey Crew podcast is brought to you by Positivity Water. You're digmatized because I see you staring at my dick all the time, by the way, too. Let's get to the email uh, of the week. What? I do stare at <laughs> Stare at my dick right now. I'm covering myself up. Uh-huh. More than just an object. All right. Good morning, Casey Crew. I think that that's an update, sweetie. It is an update. Would you let me see it? Can I read this? No, don't don't try to play me. You started reading it without saying that it was an update. It's an update. I want to thank you for choosing my email for your podcast. My heart was beating so fast when I heard DJ Envy read it. Gia is right. I'm, I'm unable to leave my husband with the children while they're in school during the day. I got sick a few weeks ago and my husband was not able to call into work since this time of year is extremely busy. I didn't lift one finger while I was sick. Schoolwork, cleaning, and meals had to wait. When my husband would get home from work, he had to cook, clean, and help with schoolwork. I feel bad saying this, but I was loving the fact that he would get so frustrated with online schoolwork in a matter of minutes. Finally, he got to witness firsthand what I deal with on a daily basis. I started to feel better, but I still wanted him to keep helping me, so I faked being sick an extra day or two. Good for you. I ain't mad at you. <laughs> and the kid's schoolwork be fucked up. Like, excuse my French. I oh, am, now you want to excuse your French? I, After the whole first segment, now you want to excuse your French. Wee oui, wee. Oui. But I just say this. I am so glad the kids are back to full day of learning because that half day, that hybrid learning and that, and and I would say you have, you have uh, multiple kids if I can remember. Three kids is just ridiculous. Like you got to run from here, run from there, run from there. This shit is fucked up. Shout out to all the teachers out there. But anyway. I'm gonna fix this because I don't want to get a bigger. Hey, it was so messy. That was my gift. Don't mess up my pillows. When I was 100% back to my normal, healthy self, I told him that I needed time for myself. I went to the mall and got cu- coffee before going home. I was going two hours, and that made a huge difference for my sanity. I started to put out a couple times per week, and my husband was definitely grateful for it. I explained to him that if he helps me throughout the day, I won't be so tired, therefore having energy for sex. And I also told him that I need him to acknowledge that we don't have a traditional marriage and that I'm not a stay-at-home mom. I appreciate you so much for making this podcast. I look forward to the laughs that uh, it brings and the valuable advice you both give. May God continue to bless you. You have made my day so much better. Yours truly, not a traditional wife. See, and that's what I told you. I told your ass, let him do some of the stuff you dip. You say, I got to run to the mall. You go for a couple hours. 
Let him understand what this fuckery is about. Because right now, <laughs> he didn't get the fuckery. He's just like, oh, but I'm working. I come home and I'm tired. No, nigga. Excuse my friends. No, motherfucker. When it comes to it, no. Doing these kids, doing these kids' homework, cooking, washing your stink, doodle stain underwear, and all that. Like, that takes time. And you want the box? You want you want me to do all that and give you this pussy? No. Another soundbite. Save that. So what I need you to do is, <laughs> I need you to understand that I'm not a traditional wife. That's right. I'm not going to sit there and allow you to just treat me like I'm an object. My body is a temple. <laughs> My body is a temple and you're going to treat me like it is a temple. You're going to help because I work too. I'm going to grab one kid. You're going to grab one kid. We're going to do virtual schooling together. Oh, I cook Monday, Wednesday. You cook Tuesday, Thursday. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we can order out. But you're going to help. Oh, oh, you, you you want me to wash your dirty underwear? Well, you got to wash my dirty thongs. So we got to wash each other's clothes, all right? And then at night when we're not tired because we shared the work, then we can have sex. <laughs> and if I'm not turned on, you got to eat the box just a little longer until I am turned on. What? You just like referring to your box and your hoo-ha like a little bit <laughs> too much for comfort. <laughs> Score! And you know what? Not okay. What? I'm tired of washing the kids. I am tired of bathing the kids. My back hurts. I got to bend down. Yesterday, Jackson was like, don't look at my hoo-ha or whatever it's No, called. his wee-wee. No, no, he said He doesn't have a hoo-ha. Then Brooklyn said... Uh, wash Jackson's woo-ha, hoo-ha. No. Oh, Jack. <laughs> One of them said. Brooklyn, was, wait, Brooklyn told you to wash Jackson's hoo-ha. <laughs> yeah. And, he, yeah. and then he was like, you're not going to correct that? And I'm like, nope. Oh, 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 yeah, that's right. Yeah, because she probably thinks that everyone's privates is called a hoo-ha. Right. And I didn't want to explain. And it's, it get, you know what? It gets, it gets a lot. And somebody has to tell Brooklyn she can't wipe her butt. Her, like, she needs help to wipe her butt. She can't wipe her butt on her own. She wipes her butt like I wipe my butt. <laughs> after two wipes whatever's there is there like I'll get it later on but anyway let's go to you know it. that's really nasty do you really do that look at me so the skid marks that you were talking about like you were projecting yeah I was <laughs> projecting yes <laughs> this is too much I don't I don't know what's happening right alright well let's get to oh, you want to say anything to the, to the lovely couple to the lovely couple to or the lady that was not a traditional wife yes um, thank you for your email. I'm glad that we could help. All right. And this episode of the Casey Crew Podcast is brought to you by Seedlet, the original distilled non-alcoholic spirits. Crafted from the finest globally sourced botanical ingredients, Seedlip comes in three varieties. Spice 94, Herbal Garden 108, and Citrus Forward Grove 42, all without alcohol, calories, or sugar. Definitely try it out. Delivered direct to your door via SeedlipDrinks.com. That's S-E-E-D-L-I-P, drinks.com. Having a sophisticated non-alcoholic option to enjoy a night of the week has never been easier with Seedlip. So check it out. Again, brought to you by Seedlip. Uh, now, email of the week. I just wanted to say that I'm truly inspired by the love in, that you and Envy have. Uh, my man told me about your podcast, and I've listened to every episode since. Yay. Which I could, I wish I could have met you guys in Jamaica, but hopefully you will do this yearly, and I can catch you guys another year when money is better. Yeah, because twenty twenty we ain't doing shit. Twenty twenty is all fucked. Hopefully twenty twenty one we can do something else. 
2020 really broke my heart, man. We had car shows. We had, uh, we were going on a road with the podcast. We had to fly away. Uh, we had some money, so much real estate stuff to do. Like, an uh, anniversary trip, yeah. a family trip, another family trip. Yeah. I was just, uh, anyway. But yeah, you know, that's life. No, that's not life. I want all that money back. But anyway. Anyway, we can talk. Hmm? She says, anyway, she says, uh, I catch you guys next year when money's better. Anyway, okay. we can talk. I feel like you would be able to give me some good advice. Basically, my man and I have been arguing about any and everything lately. Most recently, sex. He wants to be wants me to be more sexual and open minded, but for some reason I just can't. He expects me to be all these things for him, but won't give me what I want in return. It's been eleven years and still no marriage. Mm. In fact, whenever we argue, I get now you see why you're in your thirties and no one has ever proposed to you. Damn, that's fucked up. Wait, she said that that's just on the back of a, of, a, of an argument. Yes, yeah, she said. In fact, when we argue, I get now. You see, I, I get now. You see why you're in your thirties and no one has ever proposed to you. I guess that's what he says to her. No, no, I understand. That's mm-hmm. fucked up. That's foul. I don't know if I would stay with him, but anyway. A few months ago, I found out he was talking to his ex and other women, telling them how beautiful they were and whatnot. And to me, I don't get that at all. I've tried to move past it, but back in the back of my mind, it still lingers there. If we fight in a bad, or if we fight, I'm a bad mother. I can't cook, I can't clean, and I can't satisfy in the bedroom. I'm to the point that if I don't, if I didn't have kids, I would leave. I honestly don't even know why I'm still around. Not sure if I'm just scared of being alone or what. I've lost so much of these. Con- I've lost so much confidence I once had being with him. It's sad and messed up. I mean, when you constantly hear you're fat. I didn't mean to say fat earlier. I just want to say that. When you constantly hear you're fat when you argue or wish he was still with his ex that tears you down. I know you got a lot of messages, so if you don't respond, it's fine. Just kind of needed to vent for a minute. I truly wish one day I can have a relationship like you and Envy because, man, that man truly loves you and you truly love him. Thanks for reading. Okay. So honestly, right, reading this, and I feel bad. Um, This is the point in a relationship where I say you don't need to be in this relationship, right? And I don't usually say that. But if somebody puts you down and uses your insecurities against you, that's not somebody that's on your team. We can all argue. We can all bicker. We can all beef. You can call me an asshole. I can call you a bitch. You can call me a dick. I can call you whatever. I said, but those are just words that are thrown, right? But then when I get personal and I'm saying, that's why you're in your 30s and no one ever proposed to you. When we've been together for 11 years and you basically telling me I'll never propose to you. Then you telling me I can't cook, I can't clean, I can't satisfy you in a bedroom, uh, you call me names, fat, and things that are used to hurt your feelings, right? When Gia and I argue, yeah, we argue. Um, does it get nasty? Sometimes. But does she try to hurt me to the point where she uses my insecurities against me? No. Do I try to hurt her where... I try to use her insecurities against her or something that I feel is bothering her, whatever it may be. No. Why? Because I love her and I don't want to hurt her feelings. She loves me and she doesn't want to hurt my feelings. Yeah, we argue and we'll throw names at each other and and do like any other couple would do. We don't really throw names at each other. No, not really. But if we did... Like I I more so may throw a name at you here and there, but you don't throw names at me. 
Right. But like, if there's something that I'm insecure about, and of course that's my wife. So she knows what my insecurities are. She knows what bothers me. She knows what hurts my feelings. Now, if she went to me and said, Hey, uh, whatever it is that hurts my feelings, this, that, and the other. Yeah. It would feel even worse because she knows me. And the fact that he knows you and he knows what hurts your feelings and he knows what gets a rise out of you and he knows what bothers you and he knows what makes you cry and uses that against you. That's fucked up. And I don't think, and I don't think you should stand for it. You know, I don't know who you are. I don't know if you're a good woman or not, but no woman or man needs to be disrespected like that to the point where, you know, you get in an argument or that's why you're 30 and you'll never get proposed to. Nigga, you're supposed to be proposing to me. It's 11 years. Things like that. I just don't respect and I don't get. And it's a bigger conversation. And one other thing that I didn't like is when you said, uh, I'm to the point that if I didn't have kids, I would leave. Don't make the kids the reason why you hate life. And not your kids in particular, but the reason you're staying. Don't think that if I leave, I won't be happy. Because at the end of the day, when you're happy, your kids are happy. When you're upset, when you're stressed, and when you're having a bad day and shit is fucked up in your mind and in your head, your kids feel that. Your kids need to feel love. They need to see love, whether it's with you by yourself or you with another person. But if, they, if they're seeing these arguments and, these, and this constant disrespect, that's what they're going to see. <clears throat> One thing about our family is, if you know, is we try to show our kids so much love because we, we feel like if we show them love, they'll express love throughout this world. So we try to show them love. We try to show them respect. We try to show them what, uh, you know, what parents should do together. Gear just doesn't do laundry. We do laundry together. Gear just doesn't cook. We cook together. We clean together. There is no traditional relationship where one person does this, one person does that. No, we do it all together. We want to show our kids that, you know? Um, that entire email is disturbing. And what gets me about that particular email is the fact that I hear that story over and over and over again, um, with people that I have known with people that I know now. And to kind of piggyback on what you said, if you're with someone who derives pleasure out of seeing you hurt by cutting you so deeply that you're forming opinions about yourself based on what someone else is telling you and that person knows that about you, He's a big no, or she's a big no. If you're a man and you're with a woman that does something like that to you. Um, it's sad because unfortunately I feel as though most people don't truly know themselves. And this is a little bit of a different take, um, on this email, but it's what's resonating with me after hearing it. And there's a lot to talk about in that email, but I hate the fact that most people 
look to other people for validation, for other people to tell them that they're good or great before they believe that they're good or great themselves. I hate that a person can tell you you're overweight or you're unattractive or you're stupid or you're good for nothing or you don't do this good when you do it or you don't do that good when you do it. I hate that you take all of this bad information, you internalize it and you form a new opinion about yourself because you don't know who you really are. You know, I just think that people, our generation, the generation before us, probably the generation to come, we don't spend enough time knowing ourselves, loving ourselves, and cultivating a genuine self-esteem. Um, and some people don't deserve great self-esteem because they might not be good people, you know, but if you're smart, you can analyze yourself and know your good attributes and your negative attributes. So clearly if you're a person that, you know, is heavy with negative attributes, then yeah, you shouldn't have great self-esteem, but if you're a good person and you love God and you love the people around you and you try your best, then you should have good self-esteem. And just the idea that someone can come in and tear that away from you, that ultimately means that there's so much work for you to do on yourself. Because I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. We're all flawed. Mm -hmm. I'm flawed. But I honestly go through this world with the clear intention of being a good person. I know that about myself. And for that reason, and for that reason only, I have a high self-esteem because I love God. I love my family. I know God loves me. I know my family loves me. I try to do right by my friends. I try to do right by strangers. So I feel good about myself. And I spend a lot of time in my own thoughts and analyzing my own feelings and things of that nature. And I know myself. I know myself. Nobody can come into my life and tell me something crazy about myself. And I just take that and accept that as truth. Because again, I know myself. You didn't discover me. You can't come and tell me that I'm not a good this or I'm not a good that when I work on being a good this or a good that, you know, it all um, kind of goes back. It's a little bit deeper, but it goes back to self-actualization, which is when a person tries to become the best them that they can be, their ultimate self. You strive to be as good as you can possibly be. And if you achieve that, or if you're in the pursuit of that, you get close to that, you're becoming self-actualized or you are self-actualized. And I think that that should be most people's goal in life, spiritually, emotionally, and um, just the idea of becoming one with yourself. And that for me is where true confidence comes from. Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't matter how you look. It doesn't matter what your body looks like. Of course, we all 
try to look our best, Mm -hmm. you know, but that's not where confidence comes from. And that's a big, um, I feel misunderstanding. And that's why you have so many people, both men and women in pursuit of by hook or crook doing everything in their power to look a certain way or comparing themselves to other women or to other men or to other bodies. And you're always chasing something that is not you. You know, if you're thick, you know, the craziest thing is like, you think about it. I remember like being young and being thin and it's like, you know, it's like you want to be thick. But then I had a whole bunch of thick girlfriends that wanted to be skinny. It's like, you always want what you don't have. And it's because you're always comparing yourself to what the world is telling you at the time is acceptable. And it's as though, you know, we just have to denounce all of that and love ourselves and dictate to ourselves what beauty is and what acceptability is and things of that nature, you know, and that's what I try to teach our girls. So when I listen to this email and She's being torn down by her man and taking his opinions and letting that affect how she looks at herself mm-hmm. and hurting every day and still considering staying there or staying for the children. That bothers me. You know, that bothers me. But for the most part, that's what really resonates um, with me. And I hate, I don't even like that word, but I hate a person that will go for your jugular and try to rip your heart out with their words. That is not a person that loves you. That is a person that relishes in your pain. Mm-hmm. And he only does that because it makes him feel superior in the relationship. Because if he does this and you go and crawl back into your shell or you go hide in a hole, then he feels as though he won and then he can have control because he controlled that situation. So now he knows he's dictating to you. Now he can... He can manipulate things because he's manipulated you. So now he has his hand in the relationship where he can kind of puppeteer things. And it's it's a shame. And you need to realize that a person that can do that to you, like Rashawn said, is not on your team. Correct. He is not for you. He is not for the relationship. And the fact that he's going to throw in your face that while you've been waiting 11 years for a real commitment Mm -hmm. that he's never proposed to you, he's basically, honestly, and this might be harsh, but I'm going to be perfectly honest. When I heard Rashawn read that part of the email, to me, he was calling you a big fat dumbass. If I was a recipient Mm -hmm. of that, I would, that's what I would hear. Like, so you're calling me a dumbass. You're basically telling me that I stuck around and foolishly waited, waited for you to propose for 11 years. And all along, you knew that you weren't going to do it. Despite what you might've said to string me along or to make me feel as though a proposal was coming or whatever. And on top of it, clearly 
You never plan on doing it. So I'm just a big fat dumbass. And now you're going to throw that in my face. So now you think that you can throw that in my face and I'm still going to sit here idly while on top of it, you annihilate me in every other way possible. And I've said it a thousand times on this podcast because I feel this way with every fiber of my being, probably because I remember hearing my mother saying it, whether she was referring to something on television or a friend or a random situation, but you don't stay in a relationship for kids. You stay in a relationship for love because if you stay in a relationship for kids while despising the person that you're with, you're just creating a toxic environment that the kids are going to be affected by and then they learn toxicity. And they carry toxicity throughout their lives and through their potential relationships and their marriages and the cycle continues. Um, I think that children benefit from two emotionally healthy and stable parents that live apart as opposed to two toxic parents that live together. So for me, this relationship is a big no. And obviously you've been going through this for 11 years or more, and he's telling you it's not going to go anywhere. If you would have left, but for the fact of the kids, then you know how you feel. For me, I would leave. Mm -hmm. That's my opinion. I agree. I agree. And I think you broke it down greatly. Thank you. And, you know, and let us know, you know, um, email us and let us know how it's working out. Let us know how you're feeling. And if you ever need anybody to converse with or to talk to, or you want to email, you can email us, uh, you can DM gear. Um, but I, I hate to see somebody like that uh, in a situation, a relationship like that. So email us and let us know. And he only does it because he knows he can get away with it. Mm -hmm. Sidebar. But yes. All right. Well, it's time to get up out of here. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see you guys next week. I'm DJ Envy. And I am Gia Casey. And that was another edition of the Casey Crew. Doodles. <laughs> <laughs>